that is the sound of the wind whistling over the top of the car that I'm travelling in. Hello, it's Thursday the 11th of June 2009 and I'm in a convoy of two cars. Behind me is Zog and our friend Vince in Zog's Porsche 944 and I'm travelling with my friend Tim and my friend Andrew in a 1958 Jaguar XK150 convertible. They're sitting in the front, I'm sitting in the back, and as you can hear, the roof's off. It's very nice. And we're 24 minutes from Dover, which is very appropriate, because we're off to the Le Mans, 24 hours, 2009. And you're coming with us. Garrett Jones up speed! All we mates go raving, but I have to admit, I'm a bit of a git, and for the last 12 months I've been saving me spondulix to go to a much better bash a trip to Le Mans doesn't last that long and it doesn't use all of me cash that's the sound of the XK150's engine and exhaust burble as we travel up the ramp to board the Seafrance Moliere and uh, I think uh, Le Mans is a real sensory experience and perhaps from the point of view of all the senses I think sound is the, is the best so I'm going to play you uh, some of the sounds we've recorded of a trip to Le Mans uh, first one, the sound of boarding this ferry That was one of the uh, guys boarding the vessel shouting at other guys directing traffic onto the vessel. Okay, um, we've got an MG Estate, Zog's Porsche, an Escort RS2000, an E-Type, a TR5, an Aston Martin V8 convertible. There's a reason I'm telling you all this. There's going to be a quiz later. Uh, Here we are on board the vessel. Let's go upstairs. get a ferry from Dover and after about an hour the cross channel bit is soon over we're well on our way and I'm dead keen to clear customs today I'm sweating with fear because I'm carrying some gear and I'm glad to be cleared of Calais we're on the deck of the ferry now Zog How's the Porsche faring in this part of the journey? Running beautifully. Yep, yep. I think we're going to go for a, probably a three-stop strategy on the way down, maybe two stops. We'll see how we go, but uh, looking good so far. You did some work on the car earlier this week. Fitted some new bits. Yeah, uh, new drive shafts uh, with your valuable assistance. Uh, fixed the driver's side seat adjustment by cannibalising bits from the passenger side and then rewired the switches on the passenger side so they still work. So the drive shafts haven't fallen off yet? No, no, they're still holding together. Um, also did uh, the oil change, oil filter, air filter, spark plugs. And a bit of a clean, you know, we're in good shape. The car looks lovely. I'll get you to give us a tour of your sponsor stack later on, <laughs> OK, when we arrive. All right. Tim, yeah. how's the XK150 for the journey so far? All right. It's, uh, it's been effortless so far. It's been burbling along beautifully. There was a slight issue, I believe, with the boot. 
Uh, the issue with the boot was just that you bought too much clothing, <laughs> and so the boot lid wouldn't close. But the really important piece of equipment is the, uh, you may notice it, the Happy Feet DVD box, which is jammed between the drive tunnel and the passenger's side seat, and that holds the screw in place, which means that the seat is then usable. Without the Happy Feet DVD box, we'd be b***ed. <laughs> This is already like Le Mans, isn't it? Halfway through the race, they start gaffing bits of the car up to keep it going. We've started our journeys with bits like that. But we have the Happy Feet DVD box, so we're all right. We'll make it. We certainly are all right. The weather's absolutely lovely, and we're on the deck. We'll speak to you when we're in France. A Ferrari flies by and I cry, though I try not to. Oi mate, your car's a brute. We're doing nearly 170 and frankly that's plenty in KPH when you're really f- travelling and your mind's unravelling in France on an auto route. Friday morning, the day before the race and you're hearing the tranquility of the campsite that we're staying in at Le Mans. We made the journey, it was a bit of a long one. We got here about one o'clock in the morning, there were problems because many of the roads leading to our little campsite were closed because of the race, but we managed to blag our way through. And now we're located at a farm which belongs to a chap called Bertrand, and it's deep in the woods, within the circuit. Um, we've got three tents pitched with a bunch of other tents, probably ten other tents, and a group of people who have been invited to stay with Bertrand. He lays on breakfast there, I think, so it's very civilised and quite different from a lot of the campsites that you get around Le Mans, which are pretty intense, thousands and thousands of people. We've got a little quiet corner, and very nice it is too. Now, one of my friends, Andrew made the journey with us last night. Andrew, how bad was the journey? I was a bit buffeted, but I did assume a very low profile by the end of the journey. So you did your stint in the back of the XK with the roof off? And a little bit by the side of Tim. And uh, are you enjoying the jag? So far, it's been running beautifully. Tim, your first Le Mans experience, Yes. the bit we first heard the cars last night, tell us about that. There was a rolling explosion of mechanical blurts and blasts and roars of engine uh, exhilarating and incredibly loud and not just one but one would overlap with another and then suddenly three would come along and it's a bit like listening to an orchestra I think when you first see the circuit and you see the ferris wheel and Tim said, oh, it's like Las Vegas. I thought that was a really good description. Yeah. 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 I've never heard that before. You're right, it's the Las Vegas of uh, motor, motor racing. racing. It's, it's showtime. Yeah, yeah. We arrived last night at qualifying. Uh, there were cars on the track, and yeah, that's what we heard. It was later than that. It was later than that. It was very, very late. <laughs> we pull into a little French town. Roof's off now, and my window's wound down. I try ordering some food. I hope they don't think I'm English and rude. But as far as French goes, I'm a little unsure. I say, if you please, could I have some bread and cheese? And somehow, I end up getting something they call croque-monsieur. I'm walking up towards the circuit now, on the Friday, to uh, buy tickets, and then go to the museum, and then go to the driver's parade this evening. 
but I'm walking with a chap called Thierry. Thierry, what's your last name? Uh, Jordan, like, like the basket. Like, like the Formula One team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, it's G-J, you say, because in England you say G for J and J for G, okay? It's confusing. Voilà, so it's a J-O-U-R-D-A-N. Jordan. 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 No, no, no Dan. Dan is a personage from, uh, okay, old story. So I understand, okay, <laughs> Jordan. Okay, so Thierry... Um, Like me, you're a big motorsport fan. Ah, yes, completely. You love bikes and cars, is well, that right? I begin, I begin by, the, by the bike, but my father, he likes the car. And when I was eight years old, seven years old, he buy a Lancia Fulvia. Lovely. Lovely, with a big carburetor of Weber. So we discovered a sports car like that. And he finished with a big BMW too. And how many times have you come to Circuit de la Sarve to watch... The Le Mans 24 hours. Uh, now it's my seventh season. Every year for seven years? Yeah, for seven years. Because when I was young, I was not interested with that. Only with a bike, you know? Uh -huh. But uh, after a time, you know, the bikers like to take the good car, like a Chevrolet Camaro. I have one. I had one again. And uh, so I discovered with Bertrand the very best area, you know? Bertrand is the farmer who uh, we're staying with, who is steeped, like many people from this part of France, in the tradition, the history of Le Mans. Oui. Um, can I ask Thierry, you know, is Le Mans important to you now? What does it mean to you? Are you proud? Uh, for, for me, Le Mans is not the base area for racing, but it's the best of the world of racing, you know? No, no more. I mean, Indianapolis is before <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is one of the greatest of historic races on the planet I think you've got Le Mans Wait. you've got Monaco Wait. and no, Indianapolis 500 are they the three great races no I think I think Le Mans is is uh, another story it's very uh, it's completely different because 24 hours there is a race and around there is a fest you understand me yes and all the people who come to the fest Uh, because English come with, uh, we say, an armada. An armada, yes, an armada. yes, a fleet. We a fleet with race cars, you know, all uh. sorts of race cars since the beginning. With, I saw uh, the first uh, Jaguar and also on Lagonda. Yeah. I saw a group of Lagonda one time. Tell me about your favorite race car, which is British. Now, I say this year, yeah. the best noise is the Aston Martin LMP1. It's lovely, isn't it? Ah, yes, and no, it's fantastic. You have to, you have to uh, uh, save, save this noise too, huh? Yes. Yeah, uh, put yeah. on your on your chair. Yeah, I'll record it. I'll <laughs> record that sound of the Aston Martin. Sorry for my English sometimes. I Terry, <laughs> we understood everything you said. You really did. Yeah, um, so who's going to win? Uh, Peugeot. No. Yeah? Yeah. Wait. Which Peugeot? Uh, with um, the, the zero, the eight. The zero, number eight car with Stefan Sarrazin. Sarrazin and Mr. Bourdet, you know, the premier yeah. de sa classe. We, yeah. say, we say the first of the class, <laughs> of the school. He's Because he looks like a, a prefect. <laughs> yeah, like in school, yeah. yeah. He does, he no, looks like Joe 90. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, Thierry, nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. No. I'll see you in a moment. Hello, sir. Gareth Jones, nice yes, to sir. see you. How you doing? Who are you? I'm Gavin Brown from Denmark. I'm a long-time listener to the show. You listen to it on speed? All the time, mate, all the time. You are on Gareth Jones on speed, right? 
right now. We're I'm recording. This is going to go on the show. Um, how many times have you been to Le Mans? This is my first time. Really? I've come down with eight Danes and two camper vans, and they're all mental. <laughs> Are you staying in the Danish area just up here? No, I'm staying over there, but there's a lot of Danes and Brits where I'm staying. We've just arrived. We can't believe how mental it is. What are your first impressions? What are the things that you'll tell your friends when you get home? When you turned up, how will you describe it? Uh, insane. Just absolutely insane. I just can't believe how many people are here, how friendly it is, and just how much everyone wants to have fun. And all the exotic cars. I mean, yeah, yeah. I've had some of your ooh moments. Such a short Yeah, ooh. Yeah, ooh, Noble. Ooh, a TVR. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There was a TVR over there, so... We're actually standing by the side of the track leading to the front of the circuit. Bizarrely, there are no nice cars going by at the moment because you only have to wait about 10 seconds before you go, oh! <laughs> Gavi, listen, thanks for saying hello, man. You're welcome. Enjoy the show. Thank you for you saying too. hello. Really appreciate that. See you later. Ta-da. How about that, eh? He's now uh, on the show. Another 200 miles and suddenly I'm all smiles. I'm ready for a night not on the airbed but on the tiles. Tents up. Time to relax, make tracks for the centre veal. I'm surrounded by Brits in Porsches. Some look sick, others look ill. I'm glad I've stayed for the driver's parade. Right in front of me, there's an endless tirade. Like Armand Van Helden, a truly international mix. I see Johnny Herbert, Dindo Capello, Jacques Villeneuve, Mika Salo. But most of all, I clamp eyes of Vanina X. Good morning. As you can probably hear from my slightly husky voice, this is the morning after the night before. We got on a tram, went into town, and started early for the driver's parade. So the driver's parade was a huge event last night with um, quite a lot of entertainment and uh, shouting, hence the uh, slightly sore voice this morning. But we um, slept beautifully and we woke up in... Bertrand's farm and before having breakfast we figured we should walk up to Indianapolis and go and listen to the classics racing in the Le Mans Legends race which is the support race to the 24 hours and at the moment practice is on so we woke up to the sound of Corvettes and Ferraris and one or two other Le Mans cars going around the circuit brain not quite engaged yet to work out which ones they are Andrew, how are you bearing up? Morning, very well, yeah, looking forward to the first bit of racing of the weekend. What do you think of the driver's parade then yesterday? Well, I was a bit stuck into um, my meal to enjoy totally the driver's parade, but what I saw was very glamorous. It's a huge event, isn't it? It it is 250,000 people, they say. And that's just in your tent? It's quite busy there too. (laughs) Tim, enjoy the driver's parade yesterday? Enormously. A grand spectacle. <laughs> it, it is massive. That's the clever thing about Le Mans, I think, that they don't just keep it out at the circuit, but because they do the scrutineering and the driver's parade in the middle of town, it involves all the people of Le Mans as well. They get right into it. It is the people's race. Yeah, I guess that's a French tradition, isn't it? Right, let's go see some nice old cars. We're out on the inside of Indianapolis now, and it's absolutely silent. This is the lull before the storm, the great calm. The Classics race is about to come round. Just wondering what cars we expect to see. What do you want to see, Zog? I want to see uh, 
Porsche 917's racing. It's uh, the 40th anniversary of the launch of the 917. Yes, I'd like to see them in action today. Vince, any particular car you're hoping to see? All of them. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Andrew? I'm hoping for a D-type today. D-type. Any particular colour, sir? I'll go for the green, please. I'll see if we can accommodate you for that. Tim? Astons? Jags? Alpines, anything in particular? Ferraris? That's the first time at the mall, and now standing right by the racetrack. All I want to see is cars. <laughs> That's what you'll get. That's what you'll get. I want to see long arms working a very large steering wheel because that's what you get at this position here the cars come tearing down at the end of the straight they're probably no more than 30 foot away from us and you can see the drivers working at the steering wheel and not only in the open top cars but in the closed top cars as well I'll shout out the cars as they come by and uh, see if we can identify them if you listen now in the background you can hear cars slowly getting louder I'll just record this. It's the course car, an Audi R8, and some Jags, a Dino. Shinon 11, TBRs. What does that mean? Your heart's going. Memory test, guys. How many cars can you name? Go on, shout them out. None. Julian, what was it? D-Type Jaguars, Healy 3000, Porsche. Uh, there was one GT40. Um, there were several other Jaguars, and I don't know what models they were. Lotus Elite. Lotus Elite. Lotus Elite. Two yeah. of them. Yeah. Zagato, there was a fire, Porsche 550 Spider. Uh, there was a, I think there was a Bristol in there actually, wasn't there? Yeah. MGA Twin Cam. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> now that was just a warm-up lap. Let's see them race next time they come round. The Le Mans legends are coming round again at racing speed this time.
Sounds poorly, doesn't it? It's not engine, is it? That's drive shaft. Is it? Oh, yeah. It could be engine. Could be. It's yeah, it sounds more like the running gear sort of side of it. Actually, it? yeah, if it's engine, it'd be more like to have pulled over already, wouldn't it? Than. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. TD hood on that somehow, sort of. And the grill that kind of bristly. Yes, it, did. it was the very bris- bristol grill. Or it, it might have been an Alvis, I suppose. Ah. Gareth will buy a program, yeah. and all will be resolved. We're just debating the uh, cars we saw in the Legends race earlier on over a cup of coffee back at the campsite. Highlights, gentlemen? Well, to have a parade of, I'm guessing, 40 absolutely wonderful, wonderful, historic, classic racing and sports cars. A number of uh, Ferraris, uh, there were Jaguars, uh, there were a lot of Heelys, there were a couple of MGs an AC um, and other things and a parade of them coming past you um, that was delightful Vince when they first came round I'm getting teased about snoring last night Vince when they first came round what happened to you what was your reaction well, I got very emotional it's just so great being just so close up and um, really feeling it I just straight away I wanted to be in one of the cars um, anyone would have done at that point but um, I wanted to be racing up to that corner but uh, yeah so emotional I, uh, yeah, I, f- I felt myself welling up just yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I think we've all experienced that you patted your stomach you had butterflies from what I could tell good one Zog oh fantastic I love seeing that beautiful yellow Ferrari 250 Le Mans scrapping with the Shelby Daytona Coupe for the lead that was beautiful to watch um, and a little 550 Spider out there just gorgeous and the sound of the Corvette yeah, uh, those are the highlights. Good highlights. Your favourite cars, Andrew? I'm afraid I missed it all because I was too busy trying to reprogram your sat nav. <laughs> <laughs> We've had location issues. Thank you, Andrew. We'll see if we can find our way up to the start of the straight for the race proper. You're a rotten bunch of pals. That's it for this show. However, our coverage of the 2009 Le Mans 24 Hours continues in episode 94 of Gareth Jones on Speed, available for download from June 20th. Episodes 93 and 94 will also be made available as enhanced podcasts with exclusive images that you can view whilst listening in stereo. More details at the Gareth Jones on Speed entry at the iTunes store or garethjones.tv.